0: Welcome to The Working Mama Podcast, a show that provides real-world tips, tricks, and advice to all working mamas on how they can have a career, family, and hopefully one day break the glass ceiling. Hey, hey, welcome back to another episode of The Working Mama Podcast. Have you heard about meditation as something you can do for self-care and wondered what it is and how you can do it? Well, today's guest that I've got is Jazz, who is a meditation teacher and also actually a social worker, and she'll go into this and a whole lot more and also explain how a 20 minute meditation is just as good or if not better than a few hours sleep. So I hope you enjoy this episode. As always, if you could leave a rating or review, that'd be fantastic or tell all your friends.
1: Welcome, Jazz. Welcome to the and Mama Podcast. How's your day going so far? Good, thanks. Thanks so much for having me. Really excited to be here.
0: Thank you so much for coming on. I'm very excited about the chat today. So why don't we just kick it off? And how would you best describe yourself?
1: How would I describe myself? I am someone who loves to. I'm a passionate person. I'm a really passionate person who is a doer. I I think my mission in life is really to support people to become empowered and that's what I'm that's what I'm working on but aside from kind of what I do who I am I'm a family person I'm really social I love the outdoors and I love chatting with interesting people and and learning new things so it's fun to be here on the Working Mamas podcast. Fantastic and
0: you're on here because you practice and teach meditation, don't you? I do. I practice twice a day, every single day and I teach it. That's amazing. So what is meditation? Because I've heard this topic banded around in the same sentence also with mindfulness and Mm. everyone says that particularly with COVID and lockdown. So we're recording this at the start of November, 2021 as Melbourne's coming out of lockdown and everyone said, right, you need to practice meditation and get all Zen and and things. It's not something I've been too familiar with, but I know that I've, I've, you know, in inverted commas should, but what is
1: it? (laughs) Yeah. It's one of those things that a lot of people, anytime I mention that I'm a meditation teacher or that I meditate, everyone looks at me and it's like, I really need to do meditation. I really need to be more mindful. And it's one of those things that I think a lot of people kind of know about, but but not quite. And I was one of those people not that long ago. I didn't know much about meditation. I'd kind of heard about it. I'm a social worker as well. So I'd heard about it in that context to support people with depression and anxiety. And I'd also heard about mindfulness and they are, you're right They're but they're definitely buzzwords that are being thrown around and they're being thrown around for a reason because meditation is an incredible tool especially coming out of lockdown into kind of the craziness of the world that we're so not used that we're so not used to so I guess the way that I would describe meditation is that actually I'm going to go back a second can you because you use the word zen you know, that people maybe think that it's, you know, you need to be all Zen. And I guess I really like when I come on podcasts, I really like to bust some myths as well and really help people to understand what meditation is about. And it's not that you have to sit there all Zen. You don't have to sit down and like on a beach with candles and crystals around you with your legs crossed and enter this calm, Zen, other world we like. State. It's absolutely not that. What meditation is? It's about training our brain to to stay engaged in what's called the relaxation response. And what that means is, a lot of us day to day we operate on the fight or flight response. So that's what that's about. Do you know much? Do you know much about a little that? bit? Yes. Yeah. So what that's about is we have that because. It's used as a tool to survive, and that's wonderful. We really, really need that because if there's a threat to our survival, do we run? What do we need to do? We absolutely need that. But what's happening is because we've got built up so much stress in our system and we don't necessarily take the time to release that stress, we actually end up operating on that level day to day. So meditation really helps us in in simple terms. Meditation really helps us to release stress from our system to Release fatigue from our system and kind of access more of who we are at our core without all these ideas and thoughts about who we are, but just who we are minus our thoughts. So, meditation is just a really kind of simple, elegant way of basically causing an effect in our system that's really, really helpful for us to manage day to day demands. It really helps us to kind of build our resources to be able to manage whatever comes our way. Does that make sense?
0: It does. It's very much coming back to, I guess, like centering yourself and forgetting all uh, the buzz and the noise that's going in around. And I guess really listening to you and yourself looking, I guess maybe looking inwards a bit.
1: Definitely. And it, and it really helps us as well. You know, this, it's also kind of another buzzword and it's a buzz kind of term for a reason, I guess, is it really helps you to live more in the present moment. So what happens is when we have so much stress is that often if you think about it what what your what the thoughts are it's something that might have happened in the past or maybe something that may or may not happen in the future. And so when you're kind of in one of those two things you're not here. You're either in the past or you're in the future. So what meditation does is it really helps us to stay engaged in the present moment. So it doesn't mean that we have to stop our thoughts or that thoughts are not welcome. Thoughts are really important. And especially in while you're actually sitting and meditating, thoughts are really helpful. When we have thoughts, we welcome that. We don't try and shut that off. We, when, we, when we have thoughts, it means that there's a stress release taking place. But what meditation does is it really helps us to notice our thoughts and kind of not get caught up in them. So it kind of we notice them we accept that they're there we don't we're not judgmental of them and either we we realize that we need to do something about it or they kind of flow through us and you'll notice then that there's a lot kind of less stuff up there it kind of helps to clear the mind not to like completely clear it but and get rid of thoughts but it helps us to kind of sift through
0: Yes, and there's yeah, a lot of working mums would know that there's a lot of those thoughts that do go flying around and mm. buzzing around and, and that there. So how can you get started with it? Because, and then we'll go into shortly about how what the benefits are. Yeah, but yeah. just while we're on this, like how do we go, we get in that moment and yeah, yeah. some
1: tools and some tips? Absolutely. Just on that that point of, you know, working mamas having kind of thoughts flying around, one of the students that I once taught, he said to me that before he meditated, he woke up and he felt like he had uno cards sprawled out all over the floor, you know, colours, numbers everywhere. And then after his meditation, he felt like they were in colour order. So, I mean, maybe we can relate that to a working mama that they feel like all the kids' toys are, like, everywhere. Like, there's the toys and then there's the work on the floor and then there's everything. And then after you meditate, maybe it's kind of all, it's still all there, but it's neater. You know, you've got your your work stuff in one corner and the kids' toys in another and the kids' food in another and it's kind of really helps to... I guess, yeah, like organize our mind in a way. Some people just can really help, like it's helpful to have that visual. No,
0: certainly I can, as you were saying that I'm picturing Uno cards being jumbled and then suddenly structured. So I definitely got that visualization.
1: So where can people start? So there's a range of different kinds of meditation practices and it really depends on kind of what what calls you, what calls your name, but one really great place to start is there are lots of free apps. So, if you're kind of not quite ready to pay for a course or to invest in a course and you want to kind of dabble, there's a lot of really great free applications. So, for example, there's Headspace, there's Insight Timer, there's One Giant Mind. And then, I mean, the way that I I learned, I started off with some apps and what I noticed was that the apps are really great. I, I could kind of sense that there were benefits, but I wasn't able to make meditation a daily habit. I mean, you only can really see the benefits of meditation when it's something that we're consistent with, you know, in the same way that like, if you brush your teeth only twice a week, you know, you're not going to have good dental hygiene. So, Does that make sense? It does, yeah. Consistency is key. Yeah, consistency is key to really, really see the full force of the benefits. So what I then did was found a teacher that, you know, I felt comfortable to learn with. It's great to find someone that you feel you relate to, that you trust, that's accessible. And only once I started learning with a teacher was when I was able to make it a daily habit. And then that's when I was really able to make it to really see the full force of the benefits. And that's when I decided that I have to teach this thing because I just thought like, whoa, the benefits are just incredible. So, yeah, that's where I would say you can start. And
0: so what is it? Is it that you, those that that haven't been on it, what's the kind of experience that you can expect from consistently doing meditation? Is it that you're obviously, is it calming your mind based on some verbal cues to you know, direct your thoughts into a certain way.
1: Mm. So what happens is in the particular technique that I teach, we use a mantra, which is a Sanskrit word, which actually means um, man means um, mind and trap is vehicle like tram, transport, that kind of thing. So a mantra is really just a vehicle for the mind. It's nothing fancy, no like it's not a it's not like a quote. It's just a, a word that's like a sound that helps your mind to enter kind of deeper states of awareness and then your body follows and enter deeper states of rest and then those two things mixed together have a really powerful effect on your system so the experience that you can have when you start meditation is really really varied some people sit down and it's really uncomfortable and there's lots of you know lots of thoughts they've never sat with themselves before maybe it's emotional there can be sensations that come up or it can be really you know, you can feel really calm and all those kinds of things. But what's really, really important to know is that we're actually, what happens in your meditation when your eyes are closed, no matter if whatever you're feeling is like gratifying or ungratifying, both are of equal value. What we're much more interested in is actually how you feel when your eyes are open. So I think that a lot of people kind of give up on meditation because they close their eyes and they come out and they're like, oh my gosh, I could not do that. That was so uncomfortable. And for me, that's like, no, that's great. Something is happening in your system to you know, restore your mind and body. And so we really, it's a really important point that it's not about the time that your eyes are closed. It's about how you feel in your eyes open. So, I mean, you ask like, what, what can people expect just so, there's so many things that people can expect to see once, you know, when their eyes are open. So for example, for me, I feel much more energized. I sometimes, you know, would come back, come home from work, really exhausted, feeling like my day's over, not going to do anything for the night, have my meditation, then feel really ready to go for the evening. It provides incredible rest. Very fun fact, the 20 minutes that you're meditating actually, provides a far deeper rest than your last few hours of your sleep. So I imagine working mamas are probably quite sleep deprived. So it's really, really great for increasing energy. And also for, for working mamas, I think that what's, what's really my understanding of the challenges are um, not really feeling like you have time for yourself. And then what happens is it's really hard to give to somebody else when your cup is empty. So what meditation does, it's a really kind of simple, elegant, quick way to fill up your cup so that then you can be more present for work and for your kids and all of that. Because it doesn't need to go for very long, does it? Yeah. So the technique that I teach is a 20 minute, twice a day technique, which might sound really, really long, but when, when you kind of start to make something a daily habit, I don't know, for me, I can't really imagine my life without it now. It's just when, you know, when something kind of is is in the schedule and that's a priority, it's kind of hard not to do it, but you can, there are lots of other types of meditations as well, you know, five, 10 minutes Also, you know, you'll see some benefit even just from, from a short time.
0: And I know that as working parents at the moment, a big topic that's been thrown around and and experienced by a lot of people is the topic of burnout, Mm. uh, particularly those in Melbourne and even Sydney um, Mm. around lockdowns, homeschooling, juggling career and and everything else as well. So everyone's burnt out and quite stressed. How can meditation help working parents in this sense? Mm.
1: So first of all, kudos to All of the parents who have done that, I'm very impressed. (laughs) It must be, yeah, a lot. I hope everyone's feeling good now that things are a bit more open. Hopefully that's helpful. But meditation basically what it does is it releases stress from your system. So it can really help with that buildup of stress that kind of has been built up over the last, I don't know how long it's been now, 18 months or whatever it is. So it's an incredible stress release you know, as I mentioned, also incredible at increasing energy, reducing fatigue. So again, that can be really helpful with burnout. What it also does is one of the kind of traditional purposes of meditation is that it cultivates an awareness. So when you're more aware of what's going on for you, you then have a greater ability to know what it is that you need to support yourself in that moment. So some people don't, the thing about like stress is, I guess it it kind of makes you feel like everything else is more important and you can forget about yourself or you cannot even know that, that you're stressed. You cannot even realize. And so what meditation does is it really helps to, yeah, have that awareness of exactly what you're feeling and exactly what, what it is that you need in any given moment. So whether that's a glass of water or to go for a walk or take a breath or your meditation practice, whatever it is that makes you feel good, or, or if it's, you know, needing to take a day of personal leave or, or something like that, when you don't have that awareness, you just keep going and you keep building up that stress. But when you have that awareness, you can really know what it is that you need.
0: And really help with that, that burnout and I guess that sense of coming back into how am I feeling and mm. that self-awareness of how you're going in those moments.
1: Yeah, so I imagine, you know, throughout lockdown, every single day there's just that kind of build-up, 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 build-up of stress. And you can feel like, or maybe, you know, probably people like, oh, but I managed to get a good night's sleep and I'm still not feeling good. Because there's this like really big build-up of stress what meditation does is it kind of like quite quickly kind of like sheds off the stress of each day. So even if something kind of in inverted commas stressful happens the next day, you've shed the stress from the day before. So you'll be more kind of able to manage what comes your way.
0: Yep. That makes sense. Mm.
1: And what are some other benefits
0: of meditation?
1: Yeah. So there's, it's endless there's I like to kind of say how how it's supported me and maybe the students around me, so I had one student who once said to me that she had a day that she would usually kind of deem as stressful, but she coped really well so you know obvious there's the obvious one of kind of stress release and and managing with stress. I have had another friend who says that she feels like she her relationships have kind of deepened and she feels like she has more time for other people. And when you're able to kind of go inward and release that stress and fatigue, you're, you're less governed by stress, which means you just have more time and space for other people's stuff. So that that's another one. It also, what are some other things people say? So there's so many more things. It, it helps people to live less from a place of fear it, you know, helps people to have kind of less rigid attachment to outcomes. Something that I, I've i loved kind of realising is that it also helps me to become more me. So when you kind of shed all that stuff from the day and you you close your eyes and you kind of access that place of like who you really are, minus all your thoughts about all yourself and all the stuff that clouds it, who you really are. and and then I've noticed that I'm kind of living a life that's truer, truer to my values. And I think it's for a few reasons. It might be kind of living less out of fear. It might be that I've got more space to explore what I love and to do what I love because that, you know, I'm not kind of riddled with, with stress. Yeah. So that's kind of a really, that's been really amazing. There's, you know, lots of physical and psychological benefits. I guess we'd be here all day if I reel all this. <laughs> increased positive emotions, kind of it can support your immune system, you know, when there's less stress in the system, you can kind of fight off disease kind of easier, can help you recover from illness faster. It's just endless.
0: Yeah, it certainly seems to really be interrelated with with stress and the impacts that that has on our bodies, which something probably even 20, 30 years ago, we would have thought, oh, we just have to suck it up and there we go Mm. and accept the stress in our lives. But certainly I think that's one thing that the last year or so has really taught us is that we don't have to to live this way As, Mm. as stressful as it has been. There are certainly ways that we can try and remove that from our lives as well.
1: Yeah. And what's interesting to learn as well is that stress is actually our own response to stimulations and demands that are placed on us. So, a stressful event is not going to be the same for two people. So the same person might have the same experience, but one person might have a stress response and the other person not. And when you kind of understand that stress is a response, it means that, yeah, like we're not trying to, you know, understand for working mamas, like we're not, you can't help that you have work and that you have a crying baby and that you have all these demands on you. But what meditation does is supports us to be able to respond to that.
0: And actually, yeah, from from a mindful from mindful place and things like yeah, that. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And what role do you think that, and how important do you think meditation is
1: in self care? Oh, like <laughs> so important. I I wouldn't be I wouldn't be in the position that I am teaching meditation if I wasn't you know if I didn't believe in it if I wasn't passionate about it and I I wouldn't sit down for twenty minutes twice a day either if I didn't feel like there were benefits because as you know, we live in a busy world. There's lots of other things I could be doing. I think that, look, I I, I think that any kind of tool that works for you is really important. But what I do think is extremely important is that we, people take care of their minds. You know, you, you, people look after their physical health, they, they shower, they brush their teeth, they do all these things that have kind of just become normal and mainstream. But for some reason we, we tend to neglect our minds and our minds are our most precious asset. it's involved in every single thing that we do and yet for some reason we've kind of learned that we can ignore it and, and not and not do it so I think not deal with it. So I think that meditation is definitely for me and you know lots of people I know around me kind of their're one non-negotiable on, some, on their self-care list. It's definitely my my non-negotiable, and I'm I'm so so grateful for the practice.
0: Yeah, it's one of those things certainly that when you talk about it, yeah, we we do a lot with our bodies and our minds can really and our outlook can change so quickly just by one little thought change, just like a, a switch being flicked. Mm. And what you, you may be confident and think like you, you could climb Mount Everest. And then one little switch flicked and you feel like you're probably as big as an ant or even smaller than an ant and just all by the power of our minds. So it sometimes can be our best friend, but can also be sometimes our worst enemy as well.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And what meditation does is it helps you to notice that that thought that you've had is a thought, that it is not you. And, you know, as I said before, to not get caught up in it, to be accepting of it to be, to, to kind of treat it as, I don't know, I guess like something that's just passing by and it's, that's what I have to say on that. Yeah. <laughs> I think different. I lost my train kind of thought because a thought popped up.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's all good, all good. Is so there anything else you want to add to the practice of, of meditation and then the positive impacts that it can have? on our lives and also helping alleviate the stress and the anxieties and the depression as what you spoke about that we often experience in our lives these days.
1: Yeah. So I think I've kind of said, said a lot, but I, yeah, I just think it's a really, really simple, powerful tool that can have, you know, an incredible impact on someone's life. I was actually talking to a friend yesterday and she said, you know, if I didn't know you and trust you, like it would just seem like all a bit too good to be true the way it's kind of had an impact on your life. But she, she said that she's like, she's seen it play out. Like she's seen, she's witnessed how, how it's impacted me. And it's one of those things that, yeah, it kind of does seem like no way, like I can't get rid of my stress. Like I can't stop my thoughts. I can't sit down, but you know, you absolutely can. And And it's just one of those things where I'm still kind of learning how it's impacting my life and the benefits. It's kind of endless.
0: Do you want to just explain quickly, what's been your journey? So what were you before, what were you like before you started meditating and what are you like now? Just, just tell that story and that journey as a way of, of that proof point.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I think that before I started meditating I didn't really know when I was stressed I didn't really I kind of thought that I wasn't particularly like a stressed person and then when I started to meditate I learned like oh that's stress okay how do we do it and like what do I need to do about that and I think it wasn't necessarily that I was even looking for a real transformation in my life, but I've just been so surprised at what's been happening. So I guess some other things that I've noticed are that I, I, I used to be kind of like quite kind of closed off. Some of my friends would say that I don't necessarily share what's going on. And, and maybe that was because I didn't know myself. And now I really feel like I'm really able to know exactly what's going on and also feel confident and comfortable to share that. I think that it's also really helped me to kind of go after my passions and dreams. And, and yeah, like, for example, I becoming a meditation teacher was a little bit scary. Meditation is not necessarily something that my friends do or my family do. And, you know, it could have been like, no, mm, I won't do that. I don't want to put myself out there. Like, embarrassing or something, but I think it really helps me to kind of quieten down that noise in my head that told me that I can't do it or that people will judge me and just let me really do what I believe in. And there just seems to be kind of real flow on effect from that. I think something else is that it's really helped me to, you know, I might still feel emotional pain and that's totally fine, but I don't, I don't get kind of caught up in it and I don't necessarily suffer in it. So it kind of lessens the like intensity and duration of, of those kinds of, you know, emotional pain or or things like that. So I think that my journey has just been that I've just really been able to become more and more of who I was at my core. If that helps to kind of explain.
0: Yeah. I think that's really powerful to actually give that that transformation and and showing the benefits of of how it can impact your life in in that way. So as next steps, if someone was to want to start doing meditation, as you said, um, as some takeaways for this episode, Mm. you could start off by looking at, as you mentioned earlier, Headspace or One Giant Mind, give some of those free apps a go, just like the foundation, and then to build up from there and, and then See where it takes you? Yeah. Is that what you would
1: say? Well, yeah, absolutely. I think that if you're, you know, if you really want to give it a, a really good go, I'd recommend finding a teacher. So, uh, you know, I'm a meditation teacher and I'm available. I run a three day Learn to Meditate course. So it's over three consecutive days, one and a half hours each session. And at the end of the course, you really become self sufficient with the practice for life. So you kind of don't need to rely on the apps anymore. All you need is yourself. You don't need to be in a special room. You don't need a teacher. You don't need to be guided by anyone. You've just got this this practice to take with you, and so I can run um, private courses. Also, if you have like a group, if you've got like a mother's group or colleagues that you want to learn together, you know we could also find a time that suits you. But there's also lots of other types of meditation and different meditation teachers. So you know sometimes a good place to start is if you've got a friend who's who's kind of dabbled in it and you know, you've witnessed benefits in them. What what have they been doing? And maybe ask if they've got a teacher or, you know, there's, there's lots of different places, but I, I'm always here as well. If anybody kind of wants to message me, if they've got any questions about different kinds of meditations, it doesn't have to be that you come and learn with me. I'm really open to chatting about what the best option is for you. So yeah, I'm here as a support as well. So good. And so where can people find you? Yeah. So I'm mostly on Instagram. So it's Jazz Meditation. I also have a website, www.jazzcalismeditation.com. And yeah, you can, you can keep an eye out for my next courses, but if you're, if you're feeling ready to learn as well, let me know and and we can try and find a time that suits.
0: Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for today's chat. I know that I'm actually going to give it's been something I'm going to, I've been thinking about and, and looking forward to doing. So I need to do this. I'm going to commit to it as part of this episode. Yay. And Jazz is also in the next couple of weeks in late November, going to be doing a masterclass with the Working Mama Village members as well around this very special topic yeah. that's close to both our hearts. And uh, we're doing a self-care month in November. So just one of the advantages of being on the village. So, look, Jazz, thank you so much for today's chat. And uh, certainly, I know that topic of burnout, stress, and, and managing that and having mm. a tool and a technique to overcome that is is a big topic at the moment. So really appreciate you giving some insights into the benefits of meditation to really help us going forward. Because as we know, our world is just keep on getting busy, even with lockdowns, it seems busy. Um, And then we really need to come back to what's important to us. So again, thank you so much. It's been a great chat.
1: No, thank you so much for having me. And also let me know how you go with meditation. I I can't wait to hear about about your experience and looking forward to the masterclass. Sensational. Thank you. Amazing. Thanks so much. Thank you for listening
0: to the Working Mama podcast. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or your favourite podcast catch-up. I invite you also to join the Working Mama community on Facebook and enjoy the conversation with other like-minded working mums. Please also feel free to contact me on any of the Working Mama social channels. Remember, mama is M-U-M-M-A or website www.workingmama.com.au. I would appreciate you to share this podcast with friends and colleagues, especially those that are parents managing the juggle. And I would really appreciate if you had to take the time out to leave a review of the podcast. I'll be giving a shout out to select people that do so. So stay listening and you might be one of them. Thank you and see you next time. Have a great week.